0: Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Michelle Emerson
1: and Bridget Spackman, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. Today's episode
0: is going to be a deep dive. If you listen to Office Ladies, you totally understand that reference. We are going to be taking a very close look at Google Calendar. We're going to share the what, the why, and the how for teachers. So grab your favorite beverage. I currently have coffee. Bridget, what are you drinking? I have coffee and water. And be
1: ready to dive in. But first, let's go ahead and listen to a TSH from Anna. She says, right now, I am spending way too much time researching technology for my personal use. I will be starting a graduate program this summer, and I want to purchase an iPad and Apple Pencil. Girl, get it? It's so." Like, it's so good. It's so exciting. Okay, I love tech. So she says that I can easily annotate articles, take notes, organize my research, and also switch myself over to a digital planner for school and personal use. I have spent way too many hours comparing devices, looking at keyboards, cases, covers, and reading about a variety of apps to help uh, meet my needs. I inevitably get overwhelmed, put it all aside, and start over fresh the next week. Help!
0: I think it's important to acknowledge that the actual device you use is all about personal preference. Bridget does a lot of work on her iPad, but I personally prefer to work on my laptop. I have an iPad and it serves a different purpose and I use it for teaching, I use it for my planner, but if I'm sitting down to like grind out some work, I like to use my laptop. So don't get caught up on the actual device but spend your time learning the tools that you can use on your device. Bridget and I really like to use digital tools that can be used on multiple devices. So you can access them on your laptop, iPad, phone, whatever other device connects to the internet. So I personally think find something that works for you. Don't worry about what everyone else is using and then instead focus on the tool.
1: No, I definitely agree with that. And one of the things that really made me think about, um, kind of think of while you were saying all of this, is that when I started uh, grad school, I only had an iPad. Do you remember that, Michelle? Like I only had my iPad and I didn't have a laptop at that time because the laptop was well, I had an older one and Trent was kind of using it to be able to do some of the other work. So I was only using my iPad and I tried really, really, really hard to make it work for me for grad school. And I do love it for some things. Like I do like to use my iPad when I'm teaching. I use it a lot when I'm teaching because I airplay my notes. I um, do all of my anchor charts on there and then I post them into our learner management system. I grade on there. Um, I have my planner on there. But at the end of the day, when it comes to like, Really needy, greedy, like like the dirty work of me, like getting kind of deep into stuff. I have to have a laptop, so I got one over the summer, and it's been um, a godsend. Like I definitely needed to have that laptop over the summer. So in this
0: episode, we are starting a new segment. I feel like we need a little sting there, you know, like those <gasps> jingles.
1: Ooh, can we have it? Yeah, can we have a jingle? Are you going to make the jingle? Insert jingle. Where are we going to find that? It? Yeah. I will sing it. Okay, you get
0: me that file and I will add it in there. (laughs) But we are going to be featuring a different tool every month where we're going to really dive in. We're going to give you the what, the why, the how. Back in episode 55, we shared top five Five organizational tools you need to be using this year. Those are going to be the five that we start with. We're going to really take a close look at the tool, tell you how it can help you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. And then after those five, we will start to dive into some other organizational tools that you can use. But we're going to really share some tips and tricks that we have learned. Over several years of implementing these in our lives. And we are starting with Google Calendar because we truly feel like that is a good starting point. Like, I feel like anyone can use Google Calendar.
1: Yeah, and I definitely have felt as though over the past like year, maybe year and a half, two years, I would think, um, I have used Google Calendar a lot more, especially for a really important events that I need to remember. Because bless it, as you get older and you have more children, like you just don't remember things the way that you used to. Um, And so it's been really helpful in just my productivity and just ensuring that I am meeting all of the deadlines that I need to meet. So I i like google calendar i'm i'm the same way i've been using it a lot
0: more and i have to tell you all this because i thought it was funny billy was looking over my shoulder the other day when i was doing work and then later on in the evening he was like oh yeah I saw your Google Calendar earlier, like it looks really good. And I just felt like very um, justified in all the time I've spent like color coding it and getting it to work. I wanna see. I'll show you later, I'll send you a screenshot. But just the fact that Billy, who is not into organizing or like digital stuff, the fact that he saw it and was like, that looks really good. I was like, I'm doing something right in the world.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, you absolutely are. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into the what. Now, what is Google Calendar? So Google Calendar is a free digital calendar tool from Google. It is connected to your Google account. So if you have like a Gmail account, this is what it's going to be connected to. You can access Google Calendar on your web browser at Google calendar.google.com. You can also access it through the app on your tablet or your phone. This really allows you to create digital calendars and add events and reminders, which is going to be really, really important as we get later on into this episode. You can also, something that I really love, create multiple calendars and display them all at once, or you can turn those individual calendars off. So for example, I have one for school, I have one for teaching on the double, I have one for the lettered classroom, and then I have one for family. So that way I'm able to really keep track and know which items I'm working on during specific times of the day, okay? You can also share your calendar with others in order to collaborate. So Michelle and I have the teaching on the double one that we share with one another, but I also share my family one with Trent so that he has access of, you know, well, this was probably pre-COVID, but when the boys did extracurricular activities, when they had doctor's appointments, things like that, that we just needed to remember, we would have it in that calendar um, and know where we were at what times of the I day. I also had access to that calendar
0: for a while. She did. So I knew when Walter needed his flea and tick treatment.
1: Oh, I forgot about Walter. He's in the family, though. so. <laughs> <laughs> um and then finally you can also color code calendars and events in order to help you stay more organized. So it's a really nice just um just a digital calendar that allows you to have everything all in one place. You can access it wherever you are. So like instead of having just the paper one on your fridge, that's kind of what I would think of, right? Um, Like a paper. Yes. But I would like to say you're
0: kind of stealing my thunder because I was going to go into the why and you're now telling them the why. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) So let's, as Bridget was already starting, let's talk about why use Google Calendar.
1: I am gung-ho about Google Calendar, guys.
0: I I understand, but you need to tone it down. You're at like a 10. I need you to bring it down to an (laughs) 8.5. Because she's bossing I'm sorry. I say that to my kids all the time when they're acting crazy. I'm like, you're at a 10. Bring it down to an 8. Anyway, let's talk about why you should be using Google Calendar. Bridget already mentioned having like a paper calendar on your fridge. Or maybe it's like a whiteboard calendar that you have in your office. Or one of those like little notebook calendars that you carry around in your purse. My mom still does that. She has this like little mini calendar. Does she? I'm trying to get her on to digital. But... Unlike a paper calendar, Google Calendar can send you push notifications. Y'all, this is a game changer. A lot of us are busy, right? We all have different things going on in our lives. And if your Google Calendar sends you notifications, you're a lot less likely to miss events, Plus, you can actually integrate it with your Apple Watch, so it's always at like the forefront of your mind. I know personally, my watch face, I have my calendar reminders like right dead center, so that when I look at my watch, I go, oh yeah, this is going on today. And you can even set reminders to be sent at a specific time. So for example, 30 minutes before the event starts. Uh, this morning, Bridget and I met at 9 a.m. to start podcast recording. And I had it set to send me a reminder 30 minutes before. So at 8.30, when I was downstairs making my coffee, I got a little notification. My watch, like, you know, vibrated on my wrist and made me look at it. And it goes, you know, you're starting this at nine o'clock, and which I already knew. But there have been times where I've gotten a reminder and I had no clue about it because I wasn't paying attention. Also, you can run the schedule, like your own schedule through Google Calendar to find times when you are free or busy. This is perfect if you're trying to schedule something or you're trying to make an appointment. You can actually find a time option that will fit into your calendar. And Google Calendar does it for you. Like you're not sitting there searching through weeks and weeks. It will literally say you're free at this time and this time and this time. Another thing that I really love is that you can add, move, and delete events or reminders so easily. Since you can access Google Calendar on multiple devices, you can add events from anywhere. Now, if you're using a paper calendar, if you don't have that paper calendar in front of you, you have to try to remember to do it later, which is not time efficient. But since I can access Google Calendar on my phone, if I'm standing somewhere making an appointment, I can add that in super easily. You also can easily click and drag events in order to change the date. You don't have to erase and rewrite it. This is going to save you time. Within seconds, you've moved your event on the calendar versus trying to rewrite it. And you can easily delete events. So again, instead of having a paper calendar where you're trying to erase or maybe cross out, you can literally click one button and have it deleted. Bridget, take over. I've been talking a long time. Why else do we think people should be using this?
1: You can also add reoccurring events in order to be able to save time. Um, And so this is something that we will use, especially like in my family. Like we said, Michelle knew exactly when Walter would get something. So we would always have those as up for every single month. We had this reoccurring event. We have to give Walter his flea and tick medicine. So you can add some of those reoccurring things, things that you know that you're gonna be doing you know, on a either weekly or a monthly or yearly basis. So that way you'd never really have to forget those. Um, And it automatically populates into your calendar, which is really nice, so then you don't, like I said, You don't forget to add those in later on. Um, You can also add notes, links as reminders. And this is one of the things that I think I have really started to take advantage of. Um, A lot of the times, like when I have faculty meetings, I will have like now a Zoom link. I have a link to um, the notes, like whatever our agenda is going to end up being and whatever else we have to have. So sometimes we have to sign in through a Google form. And so I will go ahead and add all of that information into the Google Calendar, that way I have everything all in one spot versus me having to go fish through the thousands of what it seems like emails that I have kind of going on. Um, And it can be really difficult to fit all of that into a paper calendar. So, or even if you have like a digital calendar, it's really hard to fit all of that information into that one little bitty spot. You can hide calendars and that allows you to be able to stay focused on one area of your life at a time. So let's say that you are at work and you only want to focus on the work things and you only feel as though like having the family stuff and the business stuff, whatever else you have going on um, up on your calendar is just going to stress you out. You can hide those calendars with the click of a button. It is so, so nice. Um, But your calendars all stay in one space. And I feel like I say this all the time. You have one life, therefore you should have one calendar. What's nice is that you get to turn aspects of your life on and off on this calendar, but still have the comfort of knowing it's all going to be in that one little area. You can color code um, allows you to really easily identify what you need to be doing at specific parts of your time. So like, again, let's say you are at work, you're focusing on work things. And so you want to look at your calendar and say, okay, well, what am I going to be focusing on work here? Like right now? What's nice is that if I'm at work, I have it all... with the color orange because that's one of our school colors. So all of my orange items, I know exactly um, what I'm going to be focusing on. So if I open up my calendar and I kind of take a look at what's going on for the month, I can easily spot the orange items and say, okay, I know that I have this coming up in about a week. I know I have this meeting coming up in about, you know, two weeks. So I have to get, you know, A, B, and C ready to go. I love that you said you made the color match your school
0: colors because I did the exact same thing. Our school color is blue. And so my school calendar is blue. My pocket full of primary one is red red and then our teaching on the double calendar is purple because those are the colors. Yep. Now, keep in yep. mind, you can do this with colored pens in a paper calendar, but then you're scrambling to find the different colored pens. If you don't have that color with you when you're trying to write in the calendar, then you have to wait till you get home. And again, if the event changes and you wrote it in pen, you're then going to have to try to figure out how to move it. Maybe you have an erasable pen. I don't know. The point is, it's much faster when you do this yeah. digitally.
1: And then you don't have to carry all of those materials around. I think that that was the one of the things that when I had a paper planner and I would carry them and I would color code things with that, you'd have to have all your pens, you would have to have all your highlighters and all the different colors and you would be toting that back and forth so that you could have access to it all at all times. And this just makes it nice and simple.
0: Yeah, another thing that we love about Google Calendar and why we think it's superior to other calendars is as we mentioned, you can share a calendar. So multiple people can share one calendar and then you don't have to worry about dates or times getting confused or forgotten. Like I already said, or well, I think Bridget was the one that said it. We have the teaching on the double calendar together. So we never have to go, hey, what time are we meeting? We can both look at it. I also have a calendar that is shared between all of our fourth grade team members. So whenever we have a meeting as a team or something that's going on within our grade level, we add it to that calendar and then there's no confusion. I also really love that you can integrate Google Calendar with Google Meet. When you create an event, you will have an option that says add Google Meet video conferencing. And as we all know, video conferencing is happening a lot more frequently. And I think that's going to continue even after COVID is done. So being able to very easily add a link for a video conference to that event is fantastic.
1: And you can also do that with Zoom as well. Oh, good to know. See, I don't really yeah. use Zoom. So yeah, and we only use Zoom. So it, as you go to create your meeting, so it'll automatically say like add to your calendar and it'll just pop up your Google calendar right there and it'll just insert all that information there for you. Oh, that's fantastic. And then finally, we love that you can customize
0: the calendar settings with The click of a button. So for example, we know some people like their week to start on Sundays and other people like their week to start on Mondays. You have that option on Google Calendar where with a paper calendar, you're trying to find the right one where they actually start it on the day that you want. So I really love the fact that you can customize those settings. So Bridget, do you want to take us through the how, like the step-by-step? If you've never used Google Calendar before, what do you need to do?
1: Yeah. So let's talk about how we can set this up. So the first step, and this is a really important step, guys. So make sure you have this one. Make sure that you have a Google account. So if you don't, you're going to use the link in the show notes in order to be able to sign up for your Google account. Step two is you're going to go to calendar.google.com, which will then link in. um, We will also link into the show notes, but it's going to be linked to your Google account overall. Step three is going to click, you're going to click the settings gear in the top right, and you're going to choose settings. Step four is to click add calendar and then click create new calendar. All right. Step five is you're going to give your calendar a name and a description. So if you want to say work, you can say personal, family, and then give a little bit of a description of what that calendar is for. Step four, click your calendar on the left side under settings for my calendars and select your personalized settings. So choose sharing settings, notifications, you can make adjustments to your calendar, whatever it is, this is where you're gonna be able to do it in your settings. Step seven, exit the settings and click the three dots next to your calendar name on the left. Step eight, choose a color for your calendar. So you can pick whatever color that just brings you joy. Um, Like Michelle and I said, we have our colors kind of coordinated to either the business or to our school. We pick one for the family, all of that. Step nine, add events or reminders by clicking the create button in the top left corner. Step 10 is select the settings for your event or your task. So this is going to be where you can really just truly customize that event all the way. Um, You can change colors for it. You can add reoccurring. You can add notes, links, whatever it is that you need to have for that specific event. You can go ahead and add that in there. Now, keep in mind, you can hide your calendars by clicking the three dots next to the calendar name on the left side. You can also change your calendar view by toggling between the day week, month, year, and so on in the top right. Fun fact, I never really like to look at the week view. I like to look at the month. I don't either. I only look at the month. Yep, same here. here. Same here.
0: So that is the what, why, and how for teachers for Google Calendar. We know this was a lot of information, so please feel free to come back and re-listen to this episode. If you feel like this is going to be helpful for you, and we highly recommend uh, that you start using it, and we do think it's super helpful for you, go ahead and re-listen to this episode when you have your device in front of you so you can follow these steps and see exactly what we're talking about in real time. We also have a freebie for you in case you haven't heard. We truly believe that teachers deserve to only work contract hours. And in order to help you get there, we have created a guide. It's 30 Days to Working Only Contract Hours, the ultimate guide to stop bringing work home. And we are giving it to you for free. So head over to our website, teachingonthedouble.com. You will see it right on the homepage. And you can have that sent to you through an email right away. And you can start you know, putting this guide into action so that you can stop bringing work home and work only contract hours. We would also love it if you would submit any time-sucking hurdles that you have for a chance to be featured on a future podcast episode. Go ahead and subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. Make sure you leave us a review on iTunes. And until next time, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.